You're listening to episode 142 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. start our email got hacked i'm sure any of you who have ever corresponded with us have received a stupid email with a stupid link we've taken care of it we've changed the passwords we're good to go just we apologize apparently you changed I, the passwords twice yes i did that's true I, back, that, that's back actually back times you change it and then change it again that's right i wasn't i wasn't comfortable with my with my new security measures <laughs> i'm like this is not complex enough if only we could have, like, two-stage encryption on Gmail. Absolutely. I'm looking for finger and then retinal scan technology. Ooh, nice. I want, I'm want. i waiting for, like, my phone to little, put a little pin out so it pricks my finger so it does a blood sample to oh, test. Oh, I like that. See? Yeah, and it that's would, good. It would work doubly. Not only would you have a secure phone, but those with diabetes can get, you know, frequent checks. That's fantastic. And if there's the only way we could store heroin in there. <laughs> These are all great ideas. All great ideas. <laughs> Hope you're fucking listening. That's Apple. right. <laughs> Before we get started, Brian, why don't you tell them what a domain name squatter is? It's somebody who purchases or leases a domain name on the internet, like www.mywebsite.com, just as an example, with the intention of holding on to it until somebody has a need or a desire to have that site, and then they turn around and sell it for an obscene amount of money. Yeah, basically someone who's the limits of their imagination is like, somebody might want that one day. I'm going to buy this and hold on to it, and then I'm going to fucking hold them hostage for it because, hey, you have a great idea. I own something that you want. So mm -hmm. we've had this problem from day one. We wanted 360vegas.com. Somebody already owns it, so we just went with 360 Vegas Podcast. But we always knew this show, or at least we, I think I always aspired for this, this show to be more, but... Regardless, I, I reached out to them for the first time going, yeah, we're doing okay. You know, Amazon sales are helping us out. Uh, we, uh, listeners, uh, you know, we got a sponsor here. Let's see what you got. The fucker replied with eight grand. He wants <laughs> eight grand for 360vegas.com. I was like, that's okay. We're not interested. We'll pass. Yeah, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so let's get the show started. First things first, we want to congratulate friend of the show, Tim Dresden of 500 by Midnight Podcast for an outstanding Kickstarter campaign, which is still going. We know that we share a lot of the same listeners, and I'm sure I speak for Tim in saying it, it's hard to properly articulate what it feels like to be creative and try to put something out there that you think will amuse, inform, or entertain people, something, and then have them respond like you've done for him to make a dream come true. Well done. It's really looking forward to reading his book and really happy for him on that. Yeah, for those of you who aren't aware of what Tim's done, he's had a uh, an awesome Kickstarter campaign to raise money for his book. And, uh, yeah, we absolutely wish him the best and, and all the success with that. Yeah, those of you interested, check out 500bymidnight.com. I'm sure he's got a pretty easily, pretty easy to find link that you can, sure. you can get more details on. Yep. And then lastly, thanks to friend of the show at DS Lifton. In the wake of our latest review of Cirque's MJ1 and our speculation of how the famous smooth criminal lean is done, Dave shared with us an article that explains it. So we're, we're going to go ahead and add that to the blog post for that review at 360VegasReviews.com for those of you interested. Fantastic. How about the Brandon Vegas for this week? All right. Thinking of my excessive affection for heat. I found this one. It's impossible mm. to fry an egg on the hood of a car in the heat of a Vegas summer. It will only ruin the paint on your car. We got that from at Vegas 7. So we can we can put that rumor to, to bed. And that saying, by the way. So I'm tired of hearing it, Brian. I can't, it can't be done. 
Yeah, you, you hear a lot of that around nowadays. Guys, just put it to rest. Yeah. It's over. That's my new character I'm working on. I'm trying to do characters now. That's uh, that's annoyed with everything guy, modeled loosely after my real-life persona. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. This week's review is Poker Bucket List's August 6th review of Pinup Pizza at Planet Hollywood. He gave it five out of five chips. Yeah, they wrote, I'm not sure what it tastes like sober, but while drunk it tastes amazing. Convenient location. <laughs> Convenient location right on the strip at Planet Hollywood. I thought it would be a clusterfuck at night because it's a small takeout style spot, but not so. The pizza artists were fast, efficient, and easy on the eyes to boot. They understood my slurred speech, which was a bonus, and my drunken need for quick pizza to go. I also partook in the dessert, which was whipped cream stuffed cannellonis. Nice spelling on that. I'm not sure if it was because I was so hungry and they just looked it, but the slices were very big. I thought the prices were very reasonable. Frankly, for that location, I expected them to be much more. I wonder if in Vegas, how in other jobs you can say, well, I speak you know, Spanish or you know, whatever, if the ability to understand people in various levels of drunkenness is actually a, a plus when you go for a job interview. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Depending on the location, I guess. Like if you're working on a uh, college campus or something like that. Oh, well, that would be more valuable. I don't think you get yeah. anything extra. Though. No, no, you don't. <laughs> Not at all. All right, time for the twit pick of the week. As if Vegas alone wasn't sexy enough, this week's winner not only epitomizes two of my favorite things on the planet, but may have created arousal overload by combining two quality examples of them in one photo. (laughs) This week's winner is from at Jen Selter for a picture of her modeling posing in the shadows of what appears to be Venetian or Palazzo, backlit by the view of Southeast Strip, including the high roller during midday. Now, the photo uses the backlighting from outside of the window to wash the foreground in shadow, creating a stunning silhouette of Jen Seltzer's figure, causing it to become more metaphorically a representation of the beauty of the female form more than specifically features hers as an individual, that is. That being said, the form in the photo is showcased in a very flattering two-piece bathing suit or bra and panty set. It doesn't really matter. You get the word picture I'm trying to paint for you. The photo Perfectly. also taps into <laughs> the photo also taps into the erotic imagination of I can safely assume the majority of our male hetero and lesbian listeners that is the desire to enjoy coitus while gazing upon the Vegas Strip. It is literally the sexiest photo to win Twit Pick of the Week and truly art in so many ways, Brian. Oh my God, you use your tongue prettier than a twenty dollar whore. <laughs> oh, thank you, and and. At C-Note, at John Colson Photo, at 360 Up, and I'm going to even throw Blue Storm 2000 in there because I'm pretty sure he would have joined in if he didn't come to the party late. You can all eat a dick, all right? <laughs> well, as always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll put it on our Flickr and Pinterest pages, feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. It'll make, we'll make it our Twitter header as well as the enhanced version of the show. It'll be there. All right, let's get into the news. Now, before we get into the news, let's just uh, put a little reminder out there for next Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll be broadcasting the Enhanced Podcast live on Ustream, complete with a live chat. You can find the link on the blog to our Ustream channel. It'll be on the uh, on the right side of the blog. Love those live shows. Yep, they're a lot of fun. And I'll be there, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I fucking <laughs> hope so, too. <laughs> hopefully we don't have some sort of uh, 5 to 10 mile an hour wind coming out of the southeast, which totally <laughs> renders all of my internet electricity, all my, all my utilities completely down. All those envious of our success have somehow been able to do uh, Native American dances to cause poor weather in your area. It's it's tremendous what, what uh, people will do to keep me from doing that. It is, Brian. But they can't stop this laugh. They can't stop it. Nope. <laughs> no one can. Right? It's right. People have tried. Gods have failed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our first piece for this week is the a little bit of info on James Packer and his purchase of the New Frontier. Whenever something comes up for sale on the Strip in Las Vegas, Australian billionaire James Packer's name usually comes up as an interested party. In fact, he was heavily rumored to be one of the frontrunners to buy Cosmopolitan until it was announced Blackstone Real Estate Partners pulled off the deal. Now it's being reported that Packer has purchased the 34.6 acres of land formerly home to the New Frontier for $280 million. 
That's a bargain. Yeah. That means former owners, Elad, currently owners of the Plaza Hotel in New York and had plans to build a Vegas version of the iconic hotel, lost 77% of the $1.2 billion they invested to purchase the land for back in 2007. Ugh, ouch. <laughs> Packer teaming up with former Wynn president Andrew Pascal, as well as largely financed by Oak Tree Capital Management, says he has plans to build on the location with hopes to begin the process in late 2015 with an opening target of 2018. Packer already owns Crown Casino and Resorts in Melbourne and Perth, Australia, which is where Matt and Daz live, well, Perth that is, as well as Macau and London. Packer was quoted as saying, you can't be in the gaming industry and not have a special reverence for Las Vegas. That's where it all began. While we fell short in past attempts to enter the market, we now have the ideal opportunity. James Packers worth an estimated $7.2 billion. Yeah, so this is a drop in the bucket for him. I really do hope that he, he it seems like there's a lot of excitement. We actually have a story coming up here about all these planned projected projects for North Strip. I just, that's a lot of shit going on, man. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, what the what the amount of money he spent on the land? I mean, it's it seems it seems like it's going to be a pretty good uh, pretty good investment for him. Yeah, and hopefully Finan financially anyway. Hope hopefully. Yeah, and hopefully Elad learned that you're supposed to buy low and sell high. Yeah, no shit, not the other <laughs> way around. All right, next up, MMA fighter beats porn star girlfriend. Oh, this is fantastic. Now this came as a surprise to me because I was always under the assumption that MMA fighters were a docile bunch, Brian. That, it, no, I don't think that's true at all. No, no, they're not the kind of people that would never hurt a fly. I mean, unless, you know, that fly came into the octagon in which they'd be forced to break their arms and choke them out or whatever. But Yeah, no, I don't think so. I, I, it, clearly, this story shows that I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. This week, porn star and Vegas resident. Uh, see, sometimes the stories only have to be loosely affiliated with, <laughs> with Vegas for us to cover them, especially with the potential to mock like this. But mm -hmm. Indeed. This week, porn star and Vegas resident Christy Mack shared details in court documents as well as Twitter, because I've said it before, Brian, Twitter is the new court documents. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but she commented that her and her ex-boyfriend, John Copenhager, Copenhaver, doesn't Cop matter. He has Cop a new... Yeah, Copen or Coppenhaver, I don't know. Doesn't matter. He's got a new name, Brian, because he's a 32-year-old MMA fighter who has legally changed his name to War Machine. <laughs> that's, that's what you call foreshadowing, kids. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Sometimes you can read a book by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mac and War Machine broke up in May of this year. <laughs> However... Last Friday at around 2 a.m., no story involving an ex arriving at someone's home at 1 to 5 a.m. ever ends well. <laughs> but around 2 a.m., War Machine just happened to be in the neighborhood <laughs> near Desert Inn Road. Huh? See another biggest tie in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he thought he would pay his ex-girlfriend a visit. Now, after some pleasantries were exchanged, I'm speculating, of course, War Machine proceeded to beat the person she was found to be hanging out with before turning his attention to the state of their relationship. <laughs> he then forced her to undress and shower in front of him before dragging her out of the shower and proceeding to beat her. See, he likes a little bit of foreplay, Brian. I don't play. I, I'm not going to judge him for that. Who, who doesn't? That's right. You got to delay the gratification. Mm -hmm. Porn star Mac alleges War Machine kicked her in the side, beat her face, and used a knife to cut her hands, ear, and head before taking a lock of her hair. I assume for, for sentimental reasons, I don't know. <laughs> now, while sex worker Mac admits War Machine beat her many times before, this time she believed she was going to die. <laughs> Brian, do you know what you say to a woman that has two black eyes? No, what? Nothing you haven't already told her twice, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian, what do you call this woman? Beat the fuck up. A slow learner. <laughs> slow learner. <laughs> Now, while War Machine was taking a break, probably, you know, getting some Gatorade, you got to replenish those fluids, Brian. It's, it's crucial. Mm -hmm. Mac ran to a neighbor's house and asked for help. All told, after War Machine was done making his point, Mac suffered 18 broken bones, including several on her face, as well as broken teeth and a ruptured liver. While on the run, and just before police caught him in a hotel in California, War Machine tweeted his case claiming that he found his girlfriend like that when he showed up to his apartment because he was just showing up because he had the intent of proposing to her, Brian. 
Oh, that's sweet. Surprise. It's a nice story. Yeah. Uh, he went on to ramble that the police will never give him a fair chance and moan that he is cursed. In the wake of this story, the clothing line War Machine co-founded Alpha Male Shit has cut ties with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because I checked out his Twitter real quick and it... it his name is uh, War Machine, at War Machine 170, and his uh, little text he has there is, I do alpha male shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and, and if you click on the, the link to the, the website, it's um, una- totally unavailable. Oh, oh right. <laughs> the site, yeah, the site shut down completely. Nice. You know, obviously, we're going to make fun of stupid shit like this, but really, how many times does this guy have to fucking beat you before you get a restraining order against you? Especially an MMA fighter. This guy's fucking breaks arms, chokes fucking people. I mean, this this man is clearly a Neanderthal. I mean, they've gone beyond boxing as, you know, a sport, and they're just like, I just want to fucking hurt someone. I <laughs> take these fucking gloves off. Bullshit. I want to I, I feel the, the pressure of the flesh and the warmth of the blood as it pours over me. Oh, just gives me a heart on. What can I say? I think probably some of the, obviously this guy's got that issue, but I don't know. I you know, they're all juiced up, a lot of them, I bet. I don't know what, I, I know nothing about MMA, so I don't know if they drug test or whatever. I would imagine they probably do, but, you know, yeah. these guys live in the gym and they're all, so I would imagine at least if, they, if they're not actively using steroids, they have at some point. Yeah, I've never been a fan of it. I think it's, it's brutal. It's not even, like boxing I get as a sport. I mean, and, and I get that they, they've got rules like putting those fucking gloves on because the idea is I want to, to beat you, you know, in this, in this game of fisticuffs, but I don't want to fucking hurt you. I don't want to permanently damage you or, you know, we train, we do all this. This just, I've always thought this was cruel. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I'm not a I'm not a big fan. I don't follow it at all. That's I know nothing about the rules. I know nothing about it really, other than a couple of people that you see, kind of in the main media spotlight, I guess. So there you go. War Machine's got some. Uh, got he's some, got some alpha male problems. He's now. got some issues. <laughs> he's got alpha male issues. That's right. Yeah. All right. Next up. Rebel AC Death Nail. I don't even know where you're going with that. Yeah, after failing to find a qualified buyer, Rebel announced this week that the newest property in Atlantic City will close two years after it opened. This means that another 3,100 people will lose their jobs as we watch the nation's former second largest gaming market sink into the Jersey Shore. The property will continue to look for new owners, but with little hopes of finding one, they've set a date of closing at September 10th. Even if they find one, it won't prevent it from shutting down at this point. Rebel costs $2.4 billion to build and will be the fourth casino resort to close in Atlantic City this year. There's really not a whole lot to add to this. It's disappointing. It's, it was basically cosmopolitan, it, like East Coast cosmopolitan is, is what, mm-hmm. it, what it thought it was. But that market has, we've said it before, that market has never properly taken care of itself. They looked, they lived and died by the day trippers and day trippers now have far closer locations. Why hop on a bus for fucking three hours when you can head over to Connecticut or Philadelphia? Instead of passing Philadelphia, like, fuck it, just stop at Philly. They got great casinos there, too. So Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see this trend slowing anytime soon. I don't. That market has not even attempted to correct itself, so it's just going to continue to die. May have a couple of places left, but uh, it's not going to be the uh, the mini Vegas that it thought it once was, I guess. No, especially the... The boardwalk. I, I just yeah. the boardwalk doesn't seem to be making any effort to save themselves. So the marina district seems to be doing fine, but other than that, I don't I don't expect yeah. this to do anything but get worse anytime right. soon. Right. Alrighty, moving along to our next story. Celine Celine Dion cancels all performances until March. And Celine Dion has had to cancel multiple shows over the past week, actually the past two weeks, battling a throat infection. But this week, Vegas Shadow reported that citing her husband and manager's health as the reason, she is canceling all shows until March 2015. Renee, her husband, had a cancerous tumor removed last year, and apparently he's kind of up there in age. He's not healing as fast as expected, or he's struggling or whatever, but she's taken off to spend some time with him while he continues to recoup, so... I, I really don't have a whole lot to add on that, All, except that that Prop Sue has always said that her show is one of the best in Vegas and still gives me a hard time because I haven't gone to see her, but I don't really care. Yeah. I don't really care, Stu. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy your show. That's right. You enjoy your show. <laughs> All right, we're going to share some new My Vegas restrictions in this next piece. Yeah, Vegas Shatter was the one that shared some fine print discoveries that seem to be a lot more 
common when it comes to the My Vegas rewards, if not all rewards. The new catch is in order to redeem some of the rewards like free play, dining deals, and bar lounge club offers, you must be staying at the property at the time of the redemption. And in some cases, you're required to stay more than one night. Hmm. It's actually pretty clever on their part. I mean, I've, I don't think it's too. I don't think that sounds too far fetched. But no, no. Well, I've always wondered what MGM was getting out of this partnership with Play Studios. Anyways, I, I just assumed that you know maybe the additional traffic was the benefit. But I mean, this show has always respected the fact that Vegas is a business whose goal is to make money, not sure. give out shit to those who don't deserve it's it. Not so. a, it's not a secret. Yeah. 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 So I mean, while I will admit. You know, we also like getting something for nothing as Vegas gets more savvy to the risk reward propositions when it comes to comps. I think we all thought this would happen one day as soon as My Vegas came out. So, also don't forget, if those of us still playing the game weren't still finding value and taking advantage of what they're offering, they wouldn't continue to reduce the offers that they're putting out there. So, at right. some point, They'll either understand what the market will accept for free or discount, or they're just going to let My Vegas run its course. So, we actually enjoy something that's really cool because we live really close to, to Tunica. We're like 40 minutes away, 45 minutes away, and they've got a really nice MGM property there. And currently, we can literally get, well, I don't know, I said literally there, but we can actually get comp rooms on the weekend, free dining, free drinks, all on the weekend just from our My Vegas points because they are currently just trying to, to drive traffic to it. So, it's pretty cool. Something else, the most recent slot game released to My Vegas isn't from Play Studios, who designed the entire game. It's a real slot game called China Mystery by Konami, and it's been on casino floors for years. I'm not a fan of it, but like I said, maybe our, our slot players are. I think it's cool that there is a chance that if this is successful, because obviously this is a, this is a test run, that if it's successful, maybe games like, in your case, The Dark Knight could become you know a game that they play on on Play Studios, on My Vegas, because it's not in casinos yeah. anymore. Why not make some more money off that licensing if you can? Yeah, sure. So there you go. Oh. Well, I haven't played My Vegas in a long time. I uh, got into it a lot at first. I'm the kind of gamer that usually focuses my attention on one thing at a time, so I can't just kind of put it on in the background while I'm doing other things. I just, I just don't work that way, so I kind of uh, abandoned it. But I haven't really had much of a reason to play because I haven't been in a while. My uncle play that shit nonstop, and they're just like you. They throw it on the background. I'm, I'm pretty sure they've gotten quite a few free nights at various places, right? Due to the uh, gold coins that they've earned in game. Yep. But yeah, they've definitely taken advantage of it. Yeah, mine just sits. I, I've got dual monitors in my office, and I just on the side screen. It's just running while I work on the show, do various other things. Sure, sure. Very cool. Moving on. North Strip Resurrection Timeline, we've got it for you. Yeah, this is the story that we were alluding to. Considering all the press about the projects north of Wynn, Vegas Shatter did a full timeline of North Strip's potential revitalization, if in fact all the project plans come to fruition. Now, we all know SLS is opening in August, specifically August 23rd. MGM's City of Rock, right across the street from SLS, is planned to open up with Rock and Rio in May of 2015. That's gonna happen, those are two things that are gonna happen. In between SLS and Fontainebleau, the all-net arena and resort is planned to open in late 2016 or early 2017, despite not even breaking ground. That's a maybe, although it is privately financed and, from my understanding, fully financed. But currently, no credible plans for the Fontainebleau have been revealed. But across the street from the old Stardust Echelon Resorts World Las Vegas says phase one of the property will open in 2017. That's more than likely going to happen, although they haven't started yet. Those people have got some cash in their pockets. Very much like James Packer we spoke about earlier says that he plans to open something on the site of the New Frontier or Old Frontier, whatever the fuck it was, in 2018. <laughs> new Frontier, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> the, the New Frontier, Old Frontier, who gives a shit? Right. So it'll be interesting. As always, every time I don't think something's going to happen or I don't like something, I'm, I always hope I'm wrong when it comes to Vegas. Oh, yeah, of course. All right, next up on the list, Trump sues Trump Entertainment. Hmm. Continuing to hold the crown for largest fucktard in the role of a douche, <laughs> Trump, <laughs> Trump is suing Trump Entertainment in an attempt to get the name Trump off of the Trump casinos. Now, to be clear... <laughs> so confused. Yeah, to be clear, Donald Trump sold controlling interest in Trump Entertainment over five years ago. He still owns 10% of the company, which allows the company to still license the use of his brand. Trump Entertainment is the parent company that owns the two Atlantic City casinos, 
the Trump Taj Mahal and Trump Plaza. Donald is suing, claiming the company has allowed the property to fall into disrepair and by doing so is damaging his personal brand name, a direct breach of the brand's licensing agreement. He is also particularly upset about plans to close the Trump Plaza in September, something that was not discussed with him before it was announced. Despite the litigation, Trump has not considered selling his stake in the company. I actually can understand this because we've, especially since these items were already spelled out in, as requirements in his licensing agreement, but we've gotten kind of tight about our brand name. A specific example is we had a guy that came out with a Twitter handle that was at 360 Vegas Guru, and the second I saw it, I made a quick point of saying, we have nothing to do with this guy. He's not affiliated with our show, and mm -hmm. he has not tweeted since then. So yeah, I, I totally understand where he's coming from. I, mean, I still think he's a giant douche, but I, 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 I totally get it. Yep. Yep. I have no opinion about it. I, I, I guess mine mirrors yours. That's, that's it. I enjoy our time together, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our next story. LVCVA to honor the Beatles. Although they only performed two shows in Las Vegas during their careers, the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority will commemorate the 50th anniversary of those performances with a permanent plaque. <laughs> it's spelled plague. <laughs> <laughs> with a permanent plague. That's right. <laughs> They're going to have a permanent plaque at the Las Vegas Convention Center along with a temporary multimedia exhibit. Also taking advantage of the 50th anniversary of the Beatles' first U.S. tour, a new book called The Beatles and Me on Tour by a journalist who traveled with the band was released. In the book, the writer claims that during their only visit to Las Vegas, a mother of two underage children was paid $10,000 to not go to the press when she learned her two daughters spent the night in John Lennon's suite at the Sahara. Lennon was reported as saying that he was, this is completely different, by the way, from, from that whole sex incident, <laughs> but still about Vegas. Right. Lennon was reported as saying that he was in awe of Vegas, not only fascinated with the fact that something like this existed in the desert, but also expressed disappointment that he was unable to explore Vegas more because of the whole Beatlemania thing. They weren't, they, mm -hmm. those guys could never leave their room. You right. had to bring the celebrities to them, like Liberace and Pat Boone. It's really funny if you think about that. Like, going, Beatles were in Vegas. Yeah, fucking partying with Liberace and Pat Boone. It's crazy. It's crazy up in the suite. <laughs> <laughs> now, the book covers much more than their Vegas shows. Being a Beatles fan, and now you tie this in, I think the show is going to pay for this book for me. <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. It documents all of their adventures in the 1964 tour, and it's now available. And if you'd like to help out the show, do a little kickback there. You click on the Amazon banner on our blog, and not only are you going to get to enjoy Vegas fucking Beatles news, uh, you, get to, you're, you're, you got us. You got us. And I think you owe us. <laughs> it's just my opinion. Good. good. <laughs> you feel you get all that out? I do feel strong about it, but I'm glad I, I'm glad I said it. It was kind of weighing on me. Terrific. <laughs> All right, our final piece for this week, Mirage Sugar Factory is closing. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, and the world is already a little less sweet, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Thank well played. you. 2009, the celebrity-driven candy store, The Sugar Factory, opened its first location in Vegas at the Mirage. September 14th, they're going to close it. Vegas chatter sources state the reason being relocation and speculation is that it will relocate to Bally's Abortion, the Grand Bazaar shops, <laughs> scheduled to open this fall. In the meanwhile, Mirage is offering 25% off the entire store, so they have less to redistribute to the other various locations in their Las Vegas area. Sure. For the record, they are at Paris, Planet Hollywood, and MGM. There are others in Vegas, but as we've demonstrated before, if it doesn't exist in the imaginary boundaries that I invented, it doesn't exist in Vegas, at least on this show. Right. I no, don't have don't a whole lot of power or importance in this world, Brian. I do want that. <laughs> want that. <laughs> you know what I, I kind of imagine myself as? That kid who created this whole little scenario of, of like, like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and then I get to be the King Kong or the Godzilla that comes through. <laughs> and like going, you didn't listen to me. You're, you're all be punished. <laughs> I have issues on the table. gonna wrap up news and uh, confessions by Mark. Uh, it's time for pop. pop I don't know bets. if it's wrapping them up, Brian, but <laughs> it's the first segment of. Oh, good. Nice. 
Confessions by Mark. Yeah. Quality transition by a pro. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's just right off the right off the cuff there, right off the old cuff. That's why they call you freestyle. <laughs> uh, they don't. Uh, <laughs> they don't do that. It's what we. Call no, you no, here. no one does. No one does. <laughs> Uh, it, it is it is time, however, for prop bets, and that is what we call it, Stu. We call it prop bets. Yeah. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is the extension of the news segment with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items to share. First of which being after announcing that it would happen sometime after it was bought, the signage at Palms has finally been updated to remove the tagline in Maloof Resort. Changing of the guard, Brian, is disappointing. Yeah, George George isn't around anymore, so it's time it's time for that to go. For those of you that like awful movies in which the significance of dancing is dramatically over-exaggerated as well as enjoy Vegas. Parts of the latest step-up film have scenes filmed at Planet Hollywood. Oh. Buy your tickets now, folks. <laughs> when SLS opens later this month, it will offer an additional boutique casino at night only called Bizarre Casino located next to Bizarre Meat Restaurant. It will not have any slot machines, just your standard party pit gaming. That does not sound appealing. Like going, ooh, I am so hungry. You know where we should go? Bizarre Meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love me some strange meat, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas Advisor reported that, while it hasn't been officially announced, previously two separate entities, Ellis Island has purchased the Super 8 motel adjacent to their casino. That's very nice. So now there'll be a hotel casino. Yeah. Ellis Island Hotel Casino. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. I love the barbecue there, but I'm a little nervous about health issues with that place. Nah, I don't care. Got to hit that corn, Brian. Got to hit it early. Gets gotta cold fast. Got to hit it early. Got to hit it hard. That's right. <laughs> Pawn Stars Live is, is closing at the Riviera. No word if it will return to its origin property. Is it supposed to be origin or original? No, no, origin. Origin. The Golden Nugget. <laughs> <It's> been, <laughs> I already said it correctly once. That's right. <laughs> it's being reported that PayPal will start processing regulated U.S. online gambling payments soon. So for those of you hitting those big jackpots in Vegas, you can easily make karmic donations to the 360 Vegas podcast right from that slot machine, Brian. Terrific. Vegas Nocturne, the show that was in residency at Cosmopolitan's Rose Rabbit Live venue, is suing the property, claiming that they have not paid agreed-upon severance and are attempting to block the show from moving to another venue. The suit also claims the property attempted to sabotage the show by mishandling its promotions as early as their media preview. If any of this is actually accurate, here's my guess. Cosmopolitan caught wind that they were going to bolt and then fired them all and is trying to dance around, I don't know, con contractual obligations. But that's just speculation. Sounds, sounds reasonable. Yeah. In MGM's latest earnings call, it was revealed that plans are to remodel the accommodations at Mandalay Bay in 2015. No word if it'll be as extensive as MGMs, but there you go. Good. The topless show Sydney After Dark at Planet Hollywood is ending their residency in PH Showroom and moving to the more intimate venue Sin City Theater, also at PH. No word when performances in the new venue will begin. Planet Hollywood has a new show starting a four-month run called Viva Veracruz, which is essentially a tourist promotion of the city of Veracruz, Mexico. For those of you interested, clearly I was not. We will have a link on the blog. I thought it looked like a live version of Three Caballeros. <laughs> I was not a, I was never a fan. I always yeah. liked the animated parts, but the rest of it, I was like, ugh, can we get back to more shenanigans with Donald Duck? Can we? Yeah, I prefer, I prefer that very much. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Dave taped an upcoming episode of 10 Things You Don't Know About, in this case, Vegas, uh, with Henry Rollins for the History Channel 2. Once we learn when it will air, we'll forward that information on, or you can just set your DVR to record the series right now. Are you a fan of the 10 Things That You Don't Know About series? No, I'm, I wasn't even aware of it. Oh, I love it. Although, I got to say, Henry... I don't Hall watch a ton of TV anymore, no. unless it's Disney Channel. Yeah, yeah. Well, or occasionally ESPN. Right. Lastly, Golden Gate has once again increased the cost of their famous, formerly 99-cent shrimp cocktail at Dupar's Coffee Shop. They have now increased it to $3.99. Still a good deal. Yeah, that seems like a pretty good value. Yeah. It's 2014, for fuck's sake, people. 19, 99 cents? You're not getting penny candies anymore. You're not getting fucking shrimp cocktail for 99 cents. Yeah. You can't even get a double cheeseburger at McDonald's for 99 cents anymore. Oh, you get them. You get the McDouble. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's one less slice of one cheese. One less slice. He's not exaggerating. That's exactly the only difference. It's one slice of cheese less. Yeah. That one slice of cheese is a big difference somewhere. It's a cost. Cost effectiveness, yeah. Brian. It's Absolutely. proper. It's proper. It's how, it's how you run a business profitably. 
<laughs> Just ask Caesars Entertainment. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. All right, Playing Vegas is a segment of our show where we share with you upcoming entertainment opportunities in Vegas outside of the normal residencies occurring within the next week of time. Starting off the list for this week on Monday, the dive-in movie doubleheader at Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan is Clueless and Devil Wears Prada. Sounds terrible. Uh, first movie starts at 7 p.m., second at 9.30. Admission, as always, is free to guests staying at the property and five bucks for everybody else. Also on Monday, Deep Purple is performing on the Third Street stage at the Fremont Street Experience. Show starts at 9 p.m. Admission is free. Cosmopolitan having a collection of things that girls think are important that aren't actually really important tonight. <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, the Strokes are performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan. Show's going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets will start at $95. Yep. On Friday and Saturday, Bruno Mars is at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $184. Daniel Tosh is going to be back at the Mirage. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $94. And Joy Behar is at the Venetian on Friday. Show's going to start at 10 p.m. Saturday show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets will run you 60 bucks and up. And Saturday, Presidents of the United States of America are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Their show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets will run you $32. Terrific. That's going to do it for Playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas Deals. Effort to save you a few bucks in planning your trip or while you're in Vegas, uh, we offer you Vegas deals. Uh, first item for this week, Las Vegas Advisor shared the details on Downtown Grand's new dollar deals promotion. You can get $3 cheeseburgers, $2 domestic beers, and $1 hot dogs at any of the bars and restaurants at the property. To celebrate the addition of the 15-foot-tall Incredible Hulk figure and the upcoming close of summer, Madame Tussauds at Venetian is offering free admission to children 12 and under who either dress as their favorite superhero or who simply say Hulk smash from now until August 24th. Madame Tussauds recently opened a 70-seat 4D theater experience featuring Marvel superheroes. I'm actually going to go to that just for that alone. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be awful, but still. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also, using back to school as an excuse for a promotion, the Voodoo Zipline is offering discounted tickets for those with a valid school ID now through September 30th. And lastly, Luxor now offers a VIP meet and greet with Carrot Top. Dates are currently only through August, starting August 13th, then every Wednesday, Saturday, and Monday until August 30th. Show starts at 7.15 p.m. Admission starts at $50. Guy creeps me out a little bit, but I hear so many people say he's so funny. I've seen him. He was good. Yeah. 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 All right. That's going to do it for Vegas deals. Let's move on to coming attractions. All right. Coming attractions is very much like playing Vegas in that it's entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residencies, but a little bit further in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Starting off our coming attractions list for this week, Yellow Card is coming to the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Thursday, October 16th. Show starts at 5.30 p.m. Tickets will start at $32.50. Newfound Glory is performing at the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip October 31st. Their show is going to start at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $26.00. Living Color is performing at the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip on Monday, October 6th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets will start at $24. Do you, do you wonder if people like Living Color and I, I guess Newfound Glory to a, to a lesser extent, but bands that used to be big that are now kind of doing small stuff like this, do they have second jobs? Because that doesn't seem 
like a lot of money can, to be able to live. I couldn't off. tell you. I couldn't tell you. I often wonder that about certain celebrities that were popular back in the day. Like, did they manage their money right? What are they doing now? You know, you just kind of wonder. You know, right? Are they, yeah. Are they just doing, doing this? Like, going, yeah, I used to make a lot of money, but now this is fine. I make a living off yeah. this. Like, all right, why not? Yeah. Like they bought a nice house back in the day. They paid cash for it, and they never moved. You know, that sort of thing. Like, it's just they just kind of maintained. You know, their lifestyle. I guess, or they made enough to maintain their lifestyle. I don't know. I, it's funny that you asked that. I was, I was just thinking about somebody. I forget who it was, but I was thinking about that with, with somebody who's no longer popular uh, the other day. Yeah. See you there? Yeah. yeah. Roseanne has joined the Lipstick <laughs> lineup and will be performing at the Venetian Friday and Saturday, November 7th through the 8th. As annoying as their fucking name are the variations in their fucking shows because Friday the show will start at 10 p.m. and then on Saturday it'll start at 7.30. Like, oh, I'm a woman. I can make whatever fucking changes I want. Oh, <laughs> Tickets start at $60 if you're dumb enough. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Indigo Lounge at Bally's has their own fedora-wielding douche. Apparently he is a versatile entertainer if his marketing material is to be believed. <laughs> <laughs> you can judge for yourself Sundays at 9 p.m. <laughs> 2 p.m. 2 p.m. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> Two-time Best Elvis Impersonator winner from almost a decade ago is Steve Connolly, and he'll be setting up a residency at the Four Queens titled Spirit of the King. Shows Lives are on. Tuesday through 7. <laughs> what did you say? Lives on in Steve Connolly. <laughs> He's an embodiment of the king. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> from, the, from the nether. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he believes in seances, tarot cards, <laughs> and books with un with illegible scripture <laughs> that are very old, and smelly, leather bound. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shows are Tuesday through Saturday at 9 p.m. Tickets start at thirty-five dollars, or you can have the VIP experience for thirty-eight. Ooh, pop the extra three bucks for the VIP experience. There you go. Uh, you know, back then uh, they didn't call them books, Mark. They were. Tomes. Oh, yeah. We're cultured on this show. Get some fucking knowledge. Right. <laughs> the knowledge is real, people. <laughs> All right. Fremont Street Experience announced that due to a scheduling conflict, Filter will not be performing on August 30th with Feel. Oh. Instead, Drowning Pool will take their place. Here's something I don't get about that. These They schedule these things months and months in advance. How do you, you've already made that plan. So how do you now have a scheduling conflict? Here's, here's what I actually think really happens. Better deal comes along. Yeah, you know, somebody's got a birthday party that comes up last minute. <laughs> so my nephew's uh, birthday party's gonna be eighteen. You know, like they're gonna we're going we're going to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I can't. He's, he's he's counting on me to be there. Right. <laughs> I've missed the last two. I can't miss this one. I forgot we're playing at the Chuck E. Cheese that day. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be joined by Chuck E. And <laughs> he's coming out of retirement. Yeah. I guess he's not in retirement. But. No, he's very active, actually. I think they're doing much better than they were. Then they were at the Chuck E. Cheese's were on a steep decline for a long time. I think they're they're starting to come back a little bit. Yeah, I think they're. Remember, they used to have sh- a shit ton of like bear jamboree kind of animation in their places. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah I used yeah. to love that shit. I thought it was so much fun as a well, kid. It, and they've well, all... well, back back when we were younger, it was it wasn't Chuck E. Cheese. It was Showbiz. Oh, that's right. Showbiz Pizza, yeah, and they used the animatronics, and it was, it was, I, oh my god. See, it I was Chuck E. Cheese wait. around where I lived, but I know what you're saying. It was the same company. It just depended on where you, where you were, yeah. is what they called it. But yeah, I, I just think it was far more entertaining. Now, now it's nothing but a fucking stupid video screen. Yeah, dumb. It's this point. Diana Crawl will disappear. Production. <laughs> <laughs> Diana Crawl is performing at the Pearl at Palm Saturday, November eighth. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 72. I think the animatronics are better than I ever Yeah, I'd take the animatronics at Showbiz <laughs> circa of 1987. Do you remember they had the little individual ones, too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They kind of fucking popped up on their own. Yes, you could, you could from, like, like saddle from, from, up. From, and, from stage right? Right, well, but you could also, at least the one that was by my house, you could sit at a little bar and actually the same tokens you would use to buy games. Oh, you could, yeah, yeah, you could yeah, pull them up about. and yep, they would yep, have, yep. like, a little individual show and kind of talk to you or whatever. We're we're nostalgia bombing right now. I miss old Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my god, dude! I miss the fucking eight, late mid to late eighties. Because <laughs> that's when things were just easy and good. Yes, good times. A lot of people would probably argue with me, but to that I say you can go fuck yourself. That's right. Don't you shit on our fucking childhoods. Nope. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> All right, Alice Cooper is performing at the Pearl of Palms on Wednesday, November twenty-sixth. 
Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $62. Rita Rudner is returning to a semi-full-time Vegas headliner schedule at Harrah's starting November 17th. She will perform every Wednesday at 8.30 and Saturday at 7. Tickets start at $60. I have to divulge yet another idiosyncrasy I have. I wanted to see Rita Rudner for some reason when she was at, at Harrah's. I'm like, oh, I think it could be amusing. It's, you know, her dry humor can be kind of, I don't, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. When she moved to Venetian, I was like, oh, I don't really care. She's back at Harris. I'm like, oh, we got the opportunity. I'll, I'll do it. Oh, I don't yeah. know why. I have no idea why. Yeah. I don't know what you going to do. I'm a strange yeah. bird, Brian. Yes, yes. Fly by your own <laughs> right. whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the saying is, you know. I do something uh, unlike other birds. Yes, yeah, so unique to your own personality and character, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. All right. Hart is performing at House of Blues at fucking... Heart bar. That's what it reminded me of. I will never go back to that place. Mm, yes. Great concept. Awful execution. Yeah. Terrible service. Yes. Yeah. Heart is performing at House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Friday through Sunday, December 5th through the 7th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets will start at 69 bucks. Culture Club. Oh. Didn't even know they were still together, but good. No, I didn't either. Yeah. They are performing at the Pearl at Palms Saturday, November 22nd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $75. At $75. Good for them. Yeah, that's not bad. If it's a good show, I mean, then it is bad if it's not. (laughs) You get where I'm going with this. It it becomes less of a value proposition the less entertaining it is. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Oh, I'm glad I got this one. Men of the Strip, (laughs) a reality show led by one of the members of 98 Degrees, is a reality show documenting a male review attempting to become a show on the Vegas Strip. Vegas Chatter reported they will have a limited engagement at the D. Oh, appropriate place. Uh, <laughs> August 28th through 31st. Continuing to document <laughs> that they have yet to to achieve their titles. Misleading expectations. <laughs> I think he's down to about 92 degrees, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerously low. Uh, do not forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the others to report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, let's go to the river. This week in the river, it's the first time we've ever shared Facebook feedback. Yeah. This was far too interesting. We commented a couple weeks ago, I think, about the new grocery store that's going to be setting up shop downtown, part of Tony Shea's grand... Uh, I don't know what you call it, whatever he's doing to make that place better. But this was actually really interesting because we hadn't heard much about it and made the comparison that it was kind of like a Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods. Why don't you share with us what Frank Synopsis, I don't know if that's his real name or not. I like it though. Good, good. Uh, Yeah, Uh, regarding the grocery store coming to downtown Las Vegas, the original model was the Royal Blue franchise in Austin, Texas. Comparisons to Trader Joe's is understandable based on the quality and snob appeal of some of the inventory, but the similarity stops there. Royal Blue is an aesthetic melding of an old-fashioned mom-and-pop neighborhood grocery with an upscale grab-and-go gastronomy while still stocking the shelves with daily staples. Each location is tailored to reflect the neighborhood it serves. In my opinion, this would be a welcome addition to the Fremont area and would benefit any visitor ensconced in a cabana suite looking for non-casino snackage or locals merely looking for coffee, lip balm, and lunch. It it makes perfect sense. Most of what Tony Shea does is like, you know what? Everybody does this. Let's do it like this. It'll be cooler. Like, it is cooler, Tony. Well done. Hmm. I think this, this further confirms that. That's what I think. I don't care if you agree with me or not, Brian. Your silence okay. means nothing to me. Okay. No, it actually means okay. a whole lot. I'm I was going to say, the, the fact that you're you're sharing, uh, you're, you're justifying your silence tells me that it does a whole lot. Silently crush. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, that's, that's it for episode 142. We thank you all for listening, downloading uh, every week that you tune in with us. We appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories that we referenced on this week's show in more depth, you can find links to all of those on our blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send some feedback, you can email us. Again, the email is 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Please help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. Remember, good, bad, or indifferent, we read all iTunes reviews on the show, so please do that. And Mark's all over social media, covering everything uh, from Twitter, Facebook, etc. So you can find links to those on the blog as well. And shit, while we're at it, 360 Vegas <laughs> Vacation 2 will be on Thursday and Friday, June 18th and 19th of 2015. For the planners and all of you. 
Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. You're like a plug machine. I'm in. I'm in awe of you. Well, that's what I do, Mark. I plug things. <laughs> you do have a history. Up. You do I have. Pl- I plug them up airtight. <laughs> and once again, next week uh, we got the live show. So come join the chat, and if you say funny things, you might make it on the show. Yeah, maybe we'll give you some attention. Yeah, there you go. Everyone usually fights over it, so <laughs> they, they actually do. <laughs> but until next week. I guess we'll see you then. I don't know. We're going to do something in between then, and then we'll see you next week. I said good day, sir.